the Michigan Business Feed of Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road. Well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. This time around, reaching out to Michelle Clausen Merrigan. She is the co-founder of Mana Boxes. We'll get into all of the details on that. So first off, Michelle, welcome to the Michigan Business Beat. Oh, thanks, Jeffrey. Glad to be here. And so... Could you give us a brief snapshot of your career trajectory that led to your current role as a co-founder of Mana Boxes? Yeah, actually, very strange, and it doesn't follow a single line. So I'm actually an energy and power specialist. I've been in remote energy, mobile energy, electric specifically, renewables, and battery technology for over a decade now. So previously... Uh, in the state of Michigan, I ran a prototype shop in Ferndale, Michigan. This was during the 2008 to 2010, kind of the worst part of the recession. And we picked up a lot of incredible engineers that were out of jobs and, and could work on projects that were somehow getting funded in the Department of Defense, but there was very little work elsewhere. And so that was kind of our expertise you know, working on, on energy and power systems. We had a manufacturing facility up in Lake Orion. So I'm used to exporting all kinds of things, right? Turnkey power systems, technical energy systems, plugged into, you know, big facilities. That's kind of the work that I've been the most experienced at. And then it moved into water. And of course, with the nexus of energy and water, you find a lot of communities that are at the, what we call at the edge, right? The last kilometer, the last mile. And so for the past decade, I've spent a lot of time on the ground with those communities. I've gotten very well acquainted with certain markets that have kind of opened their arms to me and to any of the ideas that I've had over the years. As a result of that, my, my best friend, we started and, and worked together back in our private equity days. You know, fast forward 10 years later, she's running the largest group of women-owned businesses in South Africa. This group of women-owned businesses account for $1 trillion in U.S. export, U.S. dollars export of that country. It's a huge piece of their economy. And in April, early April, my friend Annie asked me to do an event for these ladies. There was about, well, there's several hundred of them that are involved, but about a hundred of them came to this virtual event uh, I put on. And it was me and a few friends from from my company who really don't work in necessarily specifically in Africa, but we were just talking from women to women, trying to connect and understand what it is that they were dealing with and really, you know, connect at the belly, as we say in Hawaii, where I grew up. And so in that, you know, three-hour virtual session with them, we could feel the weight of their loss, the pending loss of business, the pending loss of employees, but also the pending loss of lives. A lot of these women had family members that were already hospitalized from COVID. So not only were they carrying the weight of the company, you know, this trillion dollars of revenue that comes in, GDP that comes in and out of South Africa as a result of these women and their businesses, but now their families, they're trying to carry their families, they're trying to carry their children and the school and all the things that all of our businesses have felt. I think I was hit against the face in that three hours with the reality of what COVID was doing. Um, I had been working at that point on something called Protect the Line. We were 3D printing PPE for military partners who couldn't get access to it, like the VA, during the worst time. So I was really 
embedded from February and March into, into the you know, PPE world. When this happened in April, I just knew we had to find a solution. And because I'm, you know, like many business owners, have multiple visions laying around that are unfunded and unreadied, I just took a moment and some people call it prayer. I meditated and tried to figure out what the solution was and kind of was asking, you know, show me, show me the answer. Where do we get the money to help these people? And um, I felt almost like struck in my chest when I, you know, my eyes were closed. I opened my eyes because I thought maybe my puppy had run into me. And I realized, no, no, it's you. You're the one who has to answer this call. It's not you who, and it's not now when. And, you know, what that spun was, you know, from this was early May when that kind of hit me to now, we've employed over 1,800 women. Women have been able to upgrade their houses where they live in the townships in some of the worst economic areas in the world, especially in, in South Africa, but definitely at where I've seen around the world, it's among the worst in terms of conditions. And these women basically grabbed all the textiles, all the items that were on the shelf, everything that they could find to create. And they created it and we told them, just make the most beautiful thing. And we had our, you know, my best friend, Annie in, in South Africa working the supply chain. She had been an exporter for years. So she knew all of that work and had all of the contacts with the supply chain of these women. And we started sifting through not only their stories, what they could do in terms of quality of goods, how many women they employed and how many people it was in a net effect if we invested in them. And then we prepaid for a million dollars worth of goods because if we, if we wouldn't have prepaid, they wouldn't have been able to afford sure. to continue. They wouldn't have been able to make anything. Perfect. So we took up quite a sample, <laughs> but it was worth it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And before we go even a little bit deeper regarding these uh, subscriptions and boxes, I'd like to let you reflect for briefly. I think you passed over what I found very fascinating was the MANA Kickstarter that was a successfully funded 36-hour successful funding effort. Can you speak on that? Absolutely. I mean, that, that's a testament to the tribe of women that are behind it. I mean, I could not afford to pay 1,800 women during the worst of COVID and pay the quality of women left who've been making this project right, <laughs> who've been making it a reality. So when we decided to do the Kickstarter, the real reason we did it was because we had just had a successful Kickstarter with Protect the Line printing PPE. It turns out that when people found out that the VA and others were going without PPE, they stepped up and donated. And they donated pretty quickly. So we saw that success and thought, let's duplicate this, right? And we know how to do it. We just did it with PPE. So now we can do it rapidly to fit. And we rallied the troops of you know, women all over the world. And they came to the side of the story even before seeing the product. And that's a true testament of, you know, women supporting women, not through charity. This isn't charity. This is business. We are all business owners who invest in replicable, scalable businesses. So the Monobox Kickstarter really was a testament to, to our tribe's ability to assemble, get the message out, and make sure people understood how important this was. And yes, in 36 hours to have a successful Kickstarter is pretty impressive. Wonderful. And now if you can describe these subscriptions and what I'm imagining is the fact that these are products now for the world to enjoy 
and for that revenue to support these women who are fantastic artisans. So what are the multiple boxes and what are the products? Absolutely. Well, it's important to describe mana first because mana, you know, mana, mana in South Africa, they refer to it as mana and they think of it as, you know, that biblical mana from heaven, that sustenance, the daily sustenance. Where I grew up in Hawaii and I've done a lot of work in the Pacific, mana is, is, it means the same thing similarly, but it means the energetic connection between two people, between a person and a thing, a person and a place, or just you know, a country to a country. And mana is it's kind of thought of as karma, you know, it's thought of as the thing that you're passing around. But in the Hawaiian tradition, they actually put their mana, their personal mana, their good energy, their love, you know, their good wishes, their prayers, into the objects that they make. And they do that, and then they give them to you as necklaces and other things, and they tell you it's got their mana in it, and they're giving you their mana. It's a gift, it's a blessing. And so we created a subscription of four boxes that will go out throughout the year. There is a bonus option for this box, but that can be seen on our website. The four boxes are coming, you know, quarterly, January, April, July, and October. And in each of the boxes, they're hand-curated, right? So we decided we would have between five and ten individually wrapped items for two purposes. One, because we know that... Most of these items, the women that we targeted in this market that we believe are a part of this mana boxes, really want high-end good, good goods that look the part, that feel exquisite, that feel like they came, you know, from this from this faraway land, and they will. But they also want something that they can give away, right? So there's going to be things that they can live without. Um, in these boxes on purpose, we designed it so there was a little bit of diversity in some of the items so that we could do what I learned in Polynesia, which is pass the mana. So this is not just about a woman subscribing and saying, I want to receive beautiful necklaces, I want to receive beautiful, you know, handmade blankets, and I want to receive all these gorgeous, good, handmade, hand-painted ceramic bowls that are microwave and dishwasher safe, and I bought an entire set as a result. I mean, these are really nice things, but there's also things that they're going to want to give away. So we packaged it with that in mind. And we've included in each of the boxes giveaways so that they can give the information about Mana Boxes as well as the stories behind the boxes. So each of the boxes, not only do you see what they've created, but you get the stories behind the women um, inserted into the box as well. So it creates an entire narrative and the idea is that every quarter you're getting another piece of Africa, right? You're getting another piece of that journey that we went through. So it's a, it's a beautiful set of things. Obviously, there's handmade amulet bar, uh, necklaces. We have knitted mohair scarves that are just with some of the best material in the world. And I just may add, because I've traveled, you know, for as long as I can remember, all over the world. South Africa, the first time I was there, I was 18. And since then, I've gone back almost every year to get my clothing, my wardrobe, because your money goes further there, but the quality is so incredible, just the way that the market works in South Africa. And so that's what I want everybody to experience. Of course, I want them to know the stories. They're also going to get to see and feel and touch some of the most beautiful artisan, handmade goods that you can really land your eyes on. Excellent. And Michelle, what is that website for them to get mana boxes? 
It is www.manaboxes.com. That's M-A-N-A-B-O-X-E-S.com. Excellent. As we wrap this up, is there anything else you believe the Michigan business community should be aware of regarding your projects? Absolutely. There are several, I would say, half dozen companies in the state of Michigan supporting this project at either a discount or free. And that is a true testament to calling up our friends in the Small Business Administration in Michigan, calling up our friends to say, look, we work together in PPE, we are working together here. Can you help us? This is the story. Tell us if you buy into this. And everyone signed up and said, we're here, MK. We'll follow this to the end. And honestly, it's it would be impossible without the Michigan Small Business Network making this work. Well, tremendous. Michelle, thank you so much for spending some time today with the Michigan Business Beat. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. Michelle, or MK, is also Michelle Clausen Merrigan. And she is quite the uh, entrepreneur, and she is the co-founder of the Mana Boxes Project that we've just heard about. We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.